This Three Beards Media podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the podcast. Nailed it. Would you like to sample some of my nuts? Hello and good evening and welcome to another edition of Old Man Strength, a podcast of Three Beards Media brought to you by Revelton Distilling Company. I am Tim Johnson, joined as always by Chris Shipley. Chris, how are we doing this evening? We're doing well. I'd be even better if I could have found some Ames Lager today. I I hit two stores, couldn't find it. It looks to be sold out in central Iowa somewhere. So Yeah, I noticed that... uh I noticed that on on the Twitters that uh, like it was selling up very quickly. Like uh, West O is going to have to get on top of things. Um, That's selling out like hotcakes. I I'm very jealous that I didn't get on something like that. That that's pretty incredible. I'll get you a hookup. I'll get you a hookup. Instead, I'm not not that it's second place, but I'm having a legend from uh, First Down Brewery, uh, which uh, benefits Trice Legacy Foundation and our buddy George Trice from Side of the Storm. So. It's pretty good. Red corn ale. I'm not, I'm not normally a red corn ale guy, but it's pretty good. So, Known for all of the other red corn ales you've probably had over your lifetime. Uh, <laughs> no. Didn't even know it was such a thing. <laughs> no, that, that that's that's awesome. I think that that's uh, that's pretty fantastic. Um, I, boy, I, not to be like stereotypical old guy, but uh, holy shit, it has been warm. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It they had to cancel school in the in the afternoons around here because the bus drivers uh and and the buses were so hot that, that it was just it was terrible. Oh, that's terrible. right. And then you guys are you guys are back to school already, aren't you? We're in Minnesota. Yeah, yesterday, was the, first okay, day. Gotcha. yesterday was the first day and they already shortened school and Apparently Ames lost power because there's a fire. So now Ames and, and Iowa State University is not having class tomorrow because they can't cool the buildings. It's it's a shit show. Yikes. Yikes. So uh well, well, well and you can't good. find any cold beer. That's the problem. So uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I hear you. It's been it's been miserable. Uh my biggest gripe is that so many people, especially up here in Minnesota, people are like, oh, you complain that it's hot now, but wait until January when it's minus 10. And I'm like, then I'll also complain. I can complain about both temperatures. Like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't have to be like, oh, no, 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 no. I can I deal with the hot because I'm worried about, about the cold. No, right. no. I just want something. That's the reason why so many people move to, like, San Diego because they don't have to deal with either of those. Ex- like, whatever. I usually don't argue from like mid October until the end of November, and then that's usually perfect weather for me. Well, I, I I'm in Minnesota, so we we have winter from October until May, and then we have <laughs> about two days of spring, and then we jump right into ninety degree temperatures, and then it, that lasts until about August first, and then we get like 
three weeks of ah, uh, is it going to be ninety or is it going to snow? And then right. it vacillates in between them. So yeah, I totally get that. Um, well, enough of this old man. Garbage. Yeah, I appreciate you just really sticking to the brand, but we could probably move on. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I'm really excited. Uh, our guests then are, are kind of fun because uh, it not only do we get to talk to them because they're great people to talk to, but also because we get to uh, talk a little bit more about how the Three Beards Media uh, network is growing, right? Yeah. Um, bringing on some, I dare I say, talent. Uh, Teddy's over there clapping, and so I, I'm hesitant <laughs> to say talent. But we, we're, you know, <laughs> hey, we got Spool here. He's talent. He's talent. <laughs> right. So anyway, Chris, I will go ahead and let you introduce our guest for this evening. Well, we're super excited to to announce uh, our addition to, to Three Beers Media. Uh, one gentleman has already been on a podcast once before and thought, well, they weren't near as bad as I thought, so let's go ahead and just uh, join business <laughs> with them. And the other guy doesn't know what he's getting into. Uh, but previously, uh, they did a podcast called Ball Don't Lie. Uh, they were looking for a new home. Uh, and Three Beards Media is super honored and, and excited to bring on Teddy Holly and Justin Smool. Uh, guys, thanks so much for for joining Old Man Strength tonight, but also for becoming part of Three Beards. Go ahead, Smool. I mean, we talked yeah, about it for a long time, but... We, we we are very excited to say the least. I'll let Small go first, though. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. Uh, I can't wait. I mean, this is we appreciate you guys letting us come on board, and um, Ted and I are the text that we've exchanged on the side. You know, we're more excited to get this thing going. I mean, Chris was like sending us little like you know, here's what it looked like with your preview. It's like getting in high school again. We we both played college sports, so it was like, oh man, I was getting recruiting. I'm like. He can do this. Yeah. Like, 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 I know. Like, hey, we got to go to Three Beards Media now. Go, oh, I'm going to say no to this. Like, in a world where you're with Three Beards Media, here comes Ball Don't Lie. Well, no, I, no, I, I do appreciate you guys uh, uh, sending us your tape. Of, of, <laughs> of, right? <laughs> right. Right. No, no, I think that's fantastic. I'm very uh, excited to have you guys on, uh, bringing in some, some new talent. Um, why don't you guys take a second, though, to tell us what the Ball Don't Lie podcast is all about? Well, this will be our actually our fourth season to do this, which is a little crazy for us because we kind of started being a little, you know, off record a little bit. Small and I have been friends for a long time. And it goes back to being uh, – we've told a story a long time ago. When we were at a basketball camp, we didn't know it. I think I was 12 and you were 11. Yeah. In Iowa City. And we made the same all-star game from the Iowa Hawkeye, by the way, basketball yeah. camp, which is pretty cool. But no. I, Hey, I went to the Hawkeye basketball camp. I actually won the two-on-two tournament because they paired the shortest guy <laughs> with the tallest guy. <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> Let's let's be let, let's be clear. I won because I got paired with the tallest guy. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, hey, this is back when they could still play basketball. By the way, so we're talking about the nineties almost. <laughs> yeah, I well, I know, Tom I know. Davis like, era. I like, I always, yeah. Tom Davis was there at the at at the camp, and I always thought like the trophy I got for the two on two tournament should have just been me passing the ball. That, 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 <laughs> there should there should just be a trophy for like most assists. And in a two on two game, someone, sure. uh, yeah, I might have had twenty assists in a game. I don't care; it was two on two. But <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, 
Yeah. So anyway, so years later, so me and Smol been buddies for years, and then we didn't realize until I mean, let Smol tell a story. He's like, he's like, were, were you a Teddy that was on this team? Like, it was weird. I'll let him go from there. But yeah, it was weird. No, we just kind of remember. I just I had one like I don't know some rainy day, right? And I thought, gosh, man, I I, I hung out with this guy named Ted all the time at this camp. We were like best buds, and, and just you know did all the competitions and everything together, and and then. I was like, if you were who you are, you know the other third guy who we ran with, and he named the name just like that. And I was like, yep, okay. <laughs> and that guy was the best basketball handler we've ever seen. He's oh. he's, in, he's in jail now, by the way. Right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was so good. I mean, he's so good he was so that good. age. <laughs> so, but no, yeah. So anyway, no. Fast forward here, then yeah, we started the Ball Don't Lie podcast, and it circles around you know Ted and I are true uh, degenerates at heart when it comes to college football and the NFL. Um, we want, we can't get enough of it. So well, let, let, let's be honest. We call college football what? Appetizer. Yeah. Appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Real the sports N- played on Sunday. But. The NFL is worth <laughs> it. It is all about the appetizer and then the, the main course. Correct. And yeah. then Monday nights, get your money back on football. So. <laughs> Right. I mean that that's interesting. Growing up in Iowa without professional sports around there, uh, college football was was king, right? And then having so much and so much family in Nebraska, college football was king. Like I didn't become an NFL fan until later in life because so much of my family in Iowa and Nebraska was all centered around college football. I think that's why me and Smool. Connected. I mean, so we're both from Panora area too. So like we had the golf stuff, this too, but yep. everybody loved college football so much. Like that's why we make fun of like Sean Roberts. Those guys now too are like, you know, Hey, the sup shirt there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that's yeah. great. And also making yeah. fun of, I almost fun of Sean is, <laughs> yeah. Making fun of Sean gets you points on this podcast actually. Yeah. So that's but, uh, but, but for us, we're like, Hey, we like, college football because i mean especially yeah. locally i love it like we we love iowa state we love i mean uh justin small was the biggest iowa fan period forever and then about five years ago he has a little longer, a little longer moved right. himself so much until kirk ferentz leaves that space especially <laughs> he, no, he's now an iowa state fan which is crazy he was oh, an yeah. iowa fan which is nuts justin small is a kirk ferentz hater and a Iowa basketball coach. I won't even say his names. I don't want to say because I think he's a clown. He loves him. He hey, loves I, I, the Iowa I love, basketball I love coach. He's a football coach. What a I, weirdo. I, love, <laughs> I, love, I do. I, I'm a fair and tater. I the guy's, the guy's putrid. I've never seen a guy fail up as much as him. <laughs> I, I, once, I once got into a Twitter beef with some guy for like half an evening about how mediocre uh, Kirk Ferentz was, and the dude finally dropped. Well, he's always been good to me ever since I met him and played for him. And then I went to go look at the dude's name, and it was Scott Chandler who played tight end for the. the <laughs> I was like, uh, "Fuck! I should probably just shut up now." I got well, no, hey, I got, I got mean, no reason to be talking shit to this guy. I mean, it could be like McCaffrey. He's like the best thing he's done is put out his son, who's now dating Caitlin Clark, which is everyone <laughs> ever. Like, right. No, I mean, I mean, I, I, I would say, uh, you know, for for all the hate that that Kurt gets and I'm not saying that some of it isn't warranted. First of all, he's one of the longest tenured coaches in the entire country. You don't, 
right? Like I agree with you, by the way. Yeah, in 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 yeah. in in this day and age, you don't see that tenure going on. Uh and and B, I for I I will admit there are several seasons where he has underperformed, but his underperforming is still pretty damn good, right? Oh, he wants to tag there. Go ahead, Justin. You, it's your turn. <laughs> I, I can elaborate on this. He he has lived in the weakest conf division in power five football since yeah. existence. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Let's us four could go coach that team and go win seven, eight games a year. That takes that takes, that takes zero talent. I mean, I mean, dude, dude, I live up the here. In, West is a I live I live up here in PJ Fleck land. So I let's guess. oh don't get him started. He's a PJ Fleck guy, by the way, yeah, too. You, wait, wait, you you're wait. he was rolling the boat before he got to Minnesota. Hold, 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 hold on. You're you're not giving Kirk no. Credit because he's in the Big Ten I West. Needed, I needed to. No, 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 You're not giving Kirk credit because he's in the Big Ten West, but you want to row the boat with the oh, biggest ego, terrible douchebag. That guy, that guy, that guy plays like Western Michigan twelve times a year. It goes nine and three against the worst. Like my mom. Could coach that team to nine wins. I we're don't allowed understand. Allowed, we'll hey, we're allowed to let our guest talk. My, <laughs> no. Go ahead, Justin. No, my, no, my not really going to talk about PJ Black. My row the boat days goes back to what I used to be a diehard Mac football fan. He was. So Ted will speak on behalf. I love PJ Fleck before he was even thought of to be any sort of uh, power five coach. Yeah, yeah. My my one of my good friends Dan went to Western Michigan. So he was a big PJ Fleck fan before he came to Minnesota, and I've been a ego hater sure. for that long too. Yeah, but what do you guys expect up there? Well, so he, here's he here's won, what, he won a New Year's Bowl three years ago. Okay, well, so so here's oh get over it, Smool. That shit doesn't work for you, with Ferentz. Oh, Ferentz would coach till he's ninety seven if he could do that. <laughs> it, well, he's not anymore. He doesn't have an AD that's going to cover his ass. It, yeah, right. Here, here, here's my problem with PJ Fleck. I think here, she's good, by the way. Here's, here's I my big too. problem with PJ Fleck. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "We're not about team. We're going to take names off the back of the uniform, but we're going to put oars on the uniform, which have nothing to do with Minnesota or Gophers. Literally, he he's put, on it. he's putting his own fucking brand all over the uniforms while saying yeah. it's not about an individual." It's about a team. Well, he's putting his own brand all over the row the boat as the gophers aren't in boats. Gophers aren't even water. Like literally, he is putting his own brand all over uniforms while saying, take the names off. We're all about team. We're all about team. But I'm gonna put row the boat all over the first of all, row the boat, which precedes his his time in Minnesota. He's so ego-driven, it is so dis like. Man, this is Minnesota. We're used to people like Latrell Spirell. We're used to people uh, okay. like Randy Moss that are ego-driven. PJ did Fleck miss, is the you worst. E press conferences last year, ego-driven. Oh, he, you must he, know, you know what I love the he, most about this he's, he's is not, that Tim is now having to defend Kirk Ferentz in this. I entire, know, I, I do. do. This is the See, best that's what I do. I don't like Iowa football, and he. 
This, Kirk, this Kirk right Ferentz here, isn't an Iowa fan makes me defend Kirk Ferentz. Like, why are you making me do this? Kirk Ferentz isn't putting a trademarked logo on a on a jersey oh, no, and I making have... money off of that shit. PJ Fleck is a piece of shit. I know what school's gonna say. He's gonna say no, but he pays his son a million dollars a year to walk out that <laughs> offense. So aren't you? Well, no, that, no, 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 that's that, that's. See, we, we we have this. Co- hey. Come check out our show now on Three Years Media. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. We have the same damn fight all the time. I Mool is a Hawkeye fan. I'm an Iowa State fan. I defend Kirk Ferentz every day on our show when we have it about no, I'm this. A, I'm, Ted, a, I'm an Iowa State fan. He hates him so much. I, I own zero. I, I own zero Iowa gear. Teddy, uh, the on the the eve of the Iowa Minnesota the the Floyd of Rosedale game. Yeah. Bring me on, because I will be probably the biggest freaking Ferris defender. I used to be a brother. I, it's, your, it's your company. You tell us when you're coming on. Yeah. I used to. I used to be. I used to be a Gopher season ticket holder. Believe Ooh. it or not. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, believe it or not, last time I saw Iowa Minnesota play, I watched the Iowa carry the goalpost out of the main dome. <laughs> yeah. On the field, Brad Banks' year, that was nuts. As my junior in high school, I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. Iowa football is fantastic. No, that I, was the I, year they tried to carry him out the doors and couldn't get him out the doors. They No, they got out the doors. They got him stuck first, though. They did. Yeah. I mean, it was right by my face. I'm like, this is <laughs> I was at the Iowa-Minnesota game where two Iowa fans got it on in the bathroom of the Metrodome. So. I was at that game as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so anyway, to, to, to bring this back around, uh, the, the, uh, the podcast is about again, <laughs> our podcast, it, it, it really is about sports gambling. It, it truly is. So we've been doing it for a couple of years now. And, uh, um, it, it started as just us being buddies and, you know, our true, like, like he said, we are degenerates. Through and through, we know it. The difference is that I talk about it a lot, and I, I I talk from the true, just degenerate, like casual side. Justin truly is a, a pros pro on it. I mean, he's uh, placed. I mean, he's placed very high in the pick five. And I mean, what what, what place you finished in pick five three years ago? Yeah, thirteenth overall. Paid a nice little scratch at about. And, and how many people are in it? Oh, about four thousand. Jesus, yeah. nice. Yeah. So he, so Smule truly is the kind of pro on it. He knows everybody from Vegas, all his buddies there too. So we have, we have kind of like a nice little rat-a-tat about how we argue on why I'm right and he's wrong, and then he usually is right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. So like, there, there's it, it's a fun it's a fun podcast about us talking about sports gambling, and nobody watches more NFL in the world than me. And, and Smule will tell you that I just, it, that's what it is. That's what pisses me off. But we, we love the NFL more than college. It, it is our like, kind of, it's our appetizer before the main course, because college is random. The spreads are crazy in the NFL. Yeah. You really got to know what you're doing. And, and we, and we, we really do. We, we know the rosters inside and out the, the two deeps, the whole thing through. So as much as we like make jokes about it and that stuff too, we really do follow it. So when we talk, we get we tell you why we make the picks we do. It's not just I, it's not out of nowhere. We yeah. really do talk about it. I kind of lead in and let the pro talk here about it. I talk a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> and then Small tells you why you should do what you should do. And then every once in a while I get right and we we disagree, but it, it's fun. 
and that, we, we try to have fun. And that's why I follow you guys for a long time too. And when we're looking for a new home, it just kind of made sense, you know, and, and we were very picky. We were like, you know, sh- sh- should we just not, should we do this again too? But, uh, uh, we enjoy doing it. Yeah. And two, I would say, I would add on to it. Like we don't, we don't share like most people do this. They share each other's picks so they can have insight. Ted and I don't talk. We don't tell each other who we're picking. <laughs> no, there, there will be. It's probably a competition. Yeah. Oh, it's a big ass fucking competition. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Right. Do, yeah. Do, do you literally have side bets about who's going to win? Cause like, cause like, I kind of feel like you should do that. Like I will bet you five bucks. I will have better picks this week. The, th- yeah. the, th- the thing with us is we put our picks out there. Most people put their picks like later than they do. We, we, we show our records. Like we are yeah. here. This is why we're different. Than most people, we own it. What we do with all our picks. And most people, they, they tell you about their winners. Here's what we did in our good weeks. We, we wear all of our stuff and we've had some 60% full season NFL picks. Smool started our podcast three years ago, 19 known college football. It was the craziest thing in the world. I mean, it'll never happen again. No, never. He happened. started nineteen and zero in college football. It was nuts. Well, that's what. That's why he finishes in the top twenty out of four thousand people because he actually. <laughs> he, but but he's he's a big Mac guy, so he likes all these Tuesday, Thursday games. He loves the Mac. Oh, is that what it is? It's it's all selective. Up at eleven o'clock. Why do you think he's a PJ Flood guy? He's a PJ Flood guy because he knew him from Mangos. He made him a shit ton of money. In the yeah. Mac back in the day. That's why he's a flat guy 10 yeah. years ago. That's right. Yep. He's flat. a weirdo. He, he he loves those Tuesday and Thursday night college games. That's what he lives for. Yep, I do. It's great. See, it's and great. I just watch him just for the sport of it. No, sure. that's, and that, that's weird, right? Yeah, not small. No. No, I, I actually, I was looking at the Ohio-San uh, Diego State game already this week. You got my <laughs> Mac, Mac game already going, so. You really are a degenerate. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of a teaser of a, of a conversation I want to get into here in a second. Um, but Iowa has very recently legalized sports gambling. I was having a conversation earlier today with someone about like why other conferences aren't getting investigated for gambling, whatever. And I was like, well, because the NCAA in June uh, literally in June, uh, like re—I don't even know how you would say that. Like they re- restated what their their gambling policies are. Like they reestablished what that's supposed to be. And so, literally around the same time frame, I like Iowa had brought in gambling, and so they're probably the newest uh, state to bring in sports gambling in the state, coinciding with the NCAA reestablishing their policy on gambling. Like up here in Minnesota, we can't gamble on sports. We don't have it. So you're probably not going to see the Gophers under also, what are they going to bet on? And, and that college basketball is going to win two games a season. Like they're not going to bet on that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. These two might, these two but, might bet on that. But, but uh, the reality is, is like, what has, I guess, Iowa legalizing sports gambling meant? for you guys as you have gone through this process small why don't you talk first because i i can i got a lot to say about <laughs> i mean no it's i mean yeah it's it's great like i mean first and foremost i highly recommend like you don't have to do it crazy right just do it recreational just do it for fun but 
um, highly, yeah, yeah. go go get all the always apps. do it for fun. Never yeah. bet something uh, that that's what it is. Always make it fun. If you're betting more and you can handle, don't do that. No. That's a problem. So get the get. There's multiple apps you can grab and stuff, and they always, especially this time of year for football because it's so popular, they give you a bunch of nice like sign up bonuses and stuff like that to take advantage of. So. You know, you can you can just deposit fifty bucks, and you know some places might give you on some app. Maybe maybe someday soon. We we don't have to talk about yet. Right, right. (laughs) No app yet. (laughs) Idiots. Don't hold my. Don't hold your breath. Well, no. I mean, it's. (laughs) I mean, you bring it up like not doing something. So I I have like so Chris and I have a mutual friend in 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 uh, Bill who is a poker player with me and i have a large group of degenerate fans but like every year a couple buddies and i always take off the thursday the first thursday and friday of ncaa basketball tournament so we can go watch the games and we're not really betting it's for my friend dave who always has like the weirdest ass prop bets it's always like like the third guy to tuck in his jersey after five minutes into the game type of like like those type of stupid prop bets where it almost becomes like Justin like, Small. That's what you <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 so so hey, maybe, maybe that's the question. Justin, what like what are the weird prop bets you've done? Oh my god. Gosh, I don't <laughs> oh man. Let me for, for um, a guy who just said keep it simple. Tell me about the dumbest things you've done. I know one of them if he forgets. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me. I'm... He bet one year, it's like four or five years ago, the first weekend of March Madness that all all the scores combined would be odd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On, <laughs> on, on only the East bracket. Okay. And the amount he bet wasn't fun. <laughs> Oh, okay. so it was ask. not a like oh that's a cool bet no it was like a why did you bet that amount of money on this bet and then well, it, and then it freaking hit too. well it was i say at least it's odd or even it's not like he said prime number or like divisible by six or something like that right well, like no, at least no, he, he went odd or even. also who's taking he gets, that bet? He, he gets so gross he gets so gross <laughs> it's so gross yeah who's taking that bet that's what i want to know Oh well, when I used to live in Vegas, you can you can go find um, okay. You can go find a bunch of stuff out there. Any any prop you want, they'll have it. But um, oh gosh, I'll try to think. I mean, I've been on some stupid sports before. I don't do that anymore. But um, like cricket, and I, I mean, I don't even know rules. Um, <laughs> Justin, Justin, yeah. you're telling me during the pandemic when everything was shut down, you were betting on Japanese baseball and Korean. Uh, I bet on sumo wrestling. I remember that. Yeah, I I bet fifty dollars for the Washington Generals to beat the the Harlem Globetrotters because <laughs> they were due. They were due. They were so due. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you had nothing else to do. That's great. So, oh, that's funny. No, so let me. Care. It's 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 college NFL. They take precedent this time. I mean, this is this is my favorite time of the year by far. And, and and that's what we tell people to go. You know, it's it's sticking in in you know into a haystack when we're trying to bet. It really is for like the, the NBA through the whole year. It's Anybody tough. who wants to do the whole year gambling podcast and that, like, I'm sorry, it's just it's tough. Who's playing? When is it? Same thing with basketball. March Madness is fun to do, but 
It's random. Football <laughs> is one week. You plan. You game plan. There's lots of data to come in, and that's where that's where Justin Small is really good at this too. He takes. He's got guys that he knows in Vegas, and guys he knows in Detroit that he won't tell about that doesn't that don't exist if you ask him. <laughs> they exist. And he's got all this data he uses too. So that's why our, that's why our thing is fun to come talk to us. I'm the nobody talking about I watch all the games and I tell you what I think. And then Small tells you what you're supposed to know. So, and, 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 and we disagree a lot, especially in the NFL. We disagree a lot. And that's we, 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 we never share it before then. But we did one thing this year. You have to get in the, the pick five. It's a thousand bucks to enter. We did it for this show, sponsored by the, the, the Three Beers Media, Old Man Strength. We entered our team in there with this for the for the season. So we're, we're going to pick five games for the NFL for uh, Three Beers Media. That's our team name, I think, there. And yeah. uh, let's see if we win. So, so Justin, which because Tim's unemployed, he needs he needs money. Yeah, exactly. For, I, I actually I was out there last week and I signed up. So. I signed up for quite a few different contests. In fact. <laughs> okay, so so, so which, which which mafia families are you tight no. with? <laughs> no, no. Uh, but we're in the circa millions. Yeah. Uh, okay. Vegas. So, yep, that'll yeah. be what we uh, we talk about a lot. Come the NFL, it's NFL only. The lines come out Thursday afternoons, and so then we just we'll have to get our picks in, you know, by Friday night or Saturday morning, and. Um, so that'll be so, what so, so we, we, we actually have to agree on some games, which is weird because we usually don't, yeah. so it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun to do it. I mean, it's there's no better rush in the in in this contest to have to be in the money coming down to the final couple of weeks of the season. You talk about the ultimate sweat. I mean, you know, first and second place are over a million dollars, so yeah, it's it's no money to sleaze that. Yeah, I so I I was uh, last November, I was in the win. At the sports book at the win when uh the Vikings got uh that safety against the Bills. Uh oh. <laughs> right, and the in the entire sp- sports book exploded. Yeah. Because you don't see uh an entire bet <laughs> shift as quickly as that one play did, right? Like like you talk about like you know. NBA is fun. NBA is is prime for prop bets, right? It's prime for yes, guy yeah, really scores X Y Z points, gets X Y Z rebound. Like those, like spreads in the NBA don't really mean a whole lot of thing. Over under in the NBA don't really mean a whole lot of thing. The NFL, it's it's on the line. Like one field goal can mean the difference between everything, and and hearing the win explode when they got that safety against. Uh, the bills last year was uh, one of the most electric things I've ever been a part of uh, right there. Uh, and then, you know, wearing a Minnesota hat or whatever, and went out to, to a couple bars after and, and, you know, got a lot of high fives for, from people who just made a lot of money off of that stupid dumb luck that happened. Uh, but, but uh, the NFL does certainly have it. It's, it's King when it comes to sports betting it's far and away. Fact. Yeah, it's not close. No. And to, to your Vikings case, uh, my my knockdown, everything, bet my mortgage last year was on the Vikings winning the division at plus 270, right. over nine and a half games. I bet the ho- – so I'm very good at the preseason props. Smool, give me that. I, yeah. I am very good at all these – I listen to all these stupid talking heads, and I say, what, what does Cowherd think? 
do the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, betting on the Vikings. Dude, I'm in Minnesota. Betting on the Vikings is already a dumb idea in the first but, place. But but last year, last, last year, not last year. Yeah, yeah it, it, it just set up right. That they had a good schedule, all set up right. And this year, well, uh, NFC Central, uh, NFC Central is like the AL Central. Uh, in that uh, they you put all, a lot of techno football. He still calls it the Central, not the North or the North. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, you know what I mean. Techno football, baby. I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I. That's because I'm old. Uh, no. Uh, no, the the point is is that like it's all about, eh, yeah, they're all also going to be in the mix. <laughs> like like uh, you look at the, the the Twins right now, they would be fourth place in literally every single division in the MLB. Uh, but well, where do you, that's my point with Iowa football. We talk. You want to talk about like? Full circle. Full. That's that's my that's my point with PJ Fleck. Well, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. (laughs) I don't don't disagree with that. (laughs) Like if PJ Fleck and Kirk Ferentz had to play Wisconsin and Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan State every single year, they did twins. They yes exactly they would be they'd be the Cleveland in or they're not even the in, what are they the Cleveland Guardians no. Guardians yeah yeah Guardians yeah 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 that's funny that's awesome while we're on baseball how about Otani just not stopping and playing oh. is, is that a two hundred million dollar injury maybe three hundred gotta million be injury? didn't he have Tommy John surgery in two thousand eighteen he did. Already? Yeah, he's already he, he, he's already had Tommy John. It, like, it's one of those things where um. Oh my God, injury! Oh my God. Well, it, and, and, then, also, and then he had a home run the next night. He had yeah. a home run after yeah. he had it. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like literally a a he's one of those guys, and like they've said this for a while. Like, if he did not learn how to slow down, this was going to happen. But he's one of those guys who does not know how to slow down. He does not know how to back off on either thing. It, it, he reminds me a lot of Bo Jackson, right? So Bo Jackson was a generational baseball player, a generational football player. He could have gone and done Hall of Fame numbers in either league, and because he didn't pick either league, and he got hurt in football, and he couldn't ever recover in baseball. I'm not saying he still didn't do amazing things in both. Sure. But his overweening desire to be the best and everything and ever whatever did not ever kind of protect himself. And Otani is kind of the same thing where he's going to just put 112% into every single thing to a point where he's sitting there like he knew it was going to happen. Like his, I, I heard an interview with his, with his old coach in Japan talking about like, he pushes it too far and, and he knew he was, but he's still, I mean, that's, I'll go so far to say Otani is the best baseball player of my lifetime. So oh. when he comes back, so what, if you're like the Seattle Mariners, for instance, they need a bat really bad mm-hmm. and then they close it really bad. So why don't you just give him the 700 million for 10 years and go to the Mariners and don't be a starting pitcher. Be the closer and be DH every day. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like do do the Joe Mauer thing, right? You can't you can't catch any game anymore. DH for the last ten years of your career, like like just do that. 
DH and close. I mean, yeah. Be yeah. be the most dominant closer ever and pitch every day, right? And then hit fifty homers. All, all you have to do is throw seven pitches over ninety and like four breaking balls that are ridiculous, and that's it. Versus being <clears throat> a starting pitcher and have to do that for small. Is this the most baseball we've ever talked in our life? Is it too much? Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't mind talking with Tani. He's a freak. Show. He is a fucking freak. That's why. Yeah. I, I, I I swear to God, I I am not afraid to say that he is the most complete baseball player. Ever. In, Ever, I mean, we're we're talking about it. Otherwise, we're not talking baseball, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. No, he 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 literally is. It hasn't been since literally Babe Ruth that is someone that's both dominant on the mound and dominant. But a guy that literally can't talk English. Yeah, he 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 can't speak English. He can't. Yeah, everybody talks about him. It's incredible. He he is. Uh, he is the most complete, and the way that literally. Like literally a day after he pitches seven innings, he goes out and hits two homers. Two, two homers, right? Like, yeah. Do you think though his inability to speak English maybe helps him a little bit in that it tunes out a lot of shit that he would have to listen to in here? Yeah, I yeah, do. That's probably fair. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I suppose, but. I don't. I mean, I'm sure the guy that's translating for him may tell him things or whatever. But if you're not hearing that for yourself, and every day, that every day, and that pressure, but and but you're I just don't. Going out playing, but I don't. I don't think the press has been negative to him as much as they have been to so many other players. I mean, like, 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 think about someone like Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper also generational talent. But he has had the press on his back for every little silly thing. It, like even Mike Trout. Mike Trout. One of the best players of my lifetime. Mike Trout, like, by the way, that side note, that organization, I, it sucks. The most brilliant generational talents of my life, of all of Major League Baseball. So much talent on that organization, and that squad <laughs> can do jack shit with the most talent possible i want everybody to know this will be the most baseball that the bald online podcast ever talks and then- <laughs> <laughs> you're saying i should i should take that little clip of that baseball home run out yeah you should time. you should <laughs> yeah that yeah. we yeah but, but but you but you know what i mean like 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 literally there's a lot there's just a it's one of those things where like baseball really kind of shows more than anything that uh you know you take like the White Sox teams of old, like the the Twins Piranha teams of old, uh, there's a lot more dink and dunk that gets done rather than like having four talents that can get things done. Like in base, like in basketball, you get two or three talents and you're going to go somewhere. In baseball, you could have four Hall of Famers on on, on your squad, you but suck. If, and you can still suck because if you only have one starter and the other starters suck you're not going to do anything you can have three really good bats but if the other six bats in the lineup suck you're not going to do anything like the like baseball is the one that, that's probably more prone to it I, football is probably prone to it too but like basketball you 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 can't get away with having three all-stars and be terrible unless you're the lakers apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny that is funny that's a good point my dog's named Rondo, so any, any Lakers <laughs> joke you ever want to make is good with me. So, so outside of NFL, what sports do you guys bet on? Golf? 
huge golf betters. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, so I'll, I'll brag on Smool a little bit. So golf was our, you know, we've been friends for a long time, but golf was kind of our, our love language became friends again then too. So Smool was a golf pro for 10 plus years, I think. Yeah. 14. Yeah. yeah. And he came back to Panora for a bit. I've been a member there for 15 plus years. That's where he's from. But uh, so when people say they know a good golfer. Well, there is, and they know Smool. So like his bad day, <laughs> his bad day. So his handicap is like plus four, which that means like 400 par is his average round when he plays. Oh, I thought that meant like me where four over par was what my average was. No, it's the other hole. Tim's is per hole, not yeah. My my my, my mine is so we 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 love we we both love Tiger Woods is our favorite athlete of all time. I think all sports. Yeah, by far. And that's the only one we agree on. I love Jordan. He hates Jordan. Well, I, mean, I don't. I don't hate. I like yes, to give. You, you hate Jordan. Well, look at we disagree right, so on everything besides Tiger Woods. That's why our podcast is great. We disagree <laughs> on everything except Tiger Woods. Justin, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you, Jordan. I don't even want to say he's overrated, but um, oh no, I'm, I know I'm not. I'm not saying he's overrated. <laughs> I'm just saying he's such a big asshole. I don't want to give him. Well, sure, but Jordan, lo- hey, Smool loves that part of him. He loves him being an asshole gambler. That's not what he thinks overrated. He doesn't like his basketball stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um. Well, uh, uh, guys, l- l- let's go ahead and and uh, take a break. We're gonna we're gonna grab a word from our sponsor at Rivelton Distilling, and and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about um, uh, the other sports, golf, and cricket and part cheesy that apparently you guys bet on so we'll go ahead and get into that after a word from our sponsor at revelton distilling company everyone has become a part of the revelton family from the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins to the team who installed lucy our 33 foot tall custom-made still right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn and even the cows on those farm who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm to flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. Uh, welcome back. Teddy has obviously disappeared. Um, that's okay. That's what he does. But thank you very much. Uh, again, please go ahead and check out our friends Rob and Chrissy Taylor at, uh, at uh, Revelton Distilling down in Osceola at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa. I, I, I know that address more than my own. Um, uh, seriously, go on down. Uh, Rob will give you a fantastic tour, tell you all about the distilling process. If there's anything you've ever wanted to know about that, uh, that guy has learned a lot, and it's a lot of fun to learn from him. Uh, so anyway, uh, in case you apparently blacked out for the last 45 minutes and don't know what you've been listening to, we are talking to Dan Justin. Um, uh, so we were talking before the break about uh, 
all of the other sports that you guys have gambled on, what what do you think is the dumbest sport you've gambled on? Hmm. Well, sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling. Yeah. Put your, you, put your money on it. Do do you, you won you won money on sumo? I don't know. I did a few matches. It was right when like there wasn't anything to do, right? Well, the world changed a few years ago. So I was at that time. I still lived in Vegas, right when it started happening. So I was, mm. oh, I was bored. I did, did you did you do research? Or did you no, just go blind? No. I Ted, you'll know that I if there's an underdog, I, I'll take an underdog all, every day, all day. So I just bet underdogs. Mm. More wrestling. I was gonna say, is that is that is that kind of your advice on 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 sports gambling? Is is oh, to just go underdog? You will pick up. Um, on that. He loves the double digit, especially on Saturdays. Yeah, if he sees a two <laughs> touchdown underdog in the SEC. He starts going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything, anything in Mac over a touchdown. Yeah. All <laughs> dogs always. If he has three favorites, I go, what is going on here? You have three favorites in your five picks? Because we, we are pretty picky with our picks. Yeah. yeah. And if Smool doesn't have 80% dogs in his season on his picks, I'd be shocked. He's a dog lover. That's what he does. He bets dogs. He gets the odds with them. He plays a money line pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's the way I, I, I bet the ponies. Yeah. I'm 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 always about the long shot. Like I'll, I'll still hedge my bet on on a favorite, right? Sure. But yeah. but I'll go long I'll go long on the long shots cuz but the beauty of the NFL is or the sports like the favorites can win but not cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the beauty of it. If yeah, there's but... a double digit dog in the NFL, there is a 100% chance Smol is taking the dog. There's a 100% chance. And yeah, last, for some reason, last week, first time forever, there was like two touchdown favorites in the NFL every week. That's never happened ever. It was weird. <laughs> huh. Well, no, no. So, and they never covered. They did. They didn't. It's small one every fucking week. <laughs> so, 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 uh, last week, and my dad was was up uh, visiting from Central Iowa, and he picked up uh, local newspaper, and one of the local sports writer was talking about. Um, overrated running backs in the NFL, and he and he mentioned Brees Hall, and he asked me about this guy, and I looked this guy up, and uh, last year, like his picks, he went like he had like fourteen wins, but but against the spread, he only had like four wins. Yeah, there you go. Right, like like straight up, he would have been fine, but against the spread, he was terrible because he didn't understand Correct. all those. Yeah. Right. I mean, there, there's, I get, well, I get more into it in the pod, but like how I look at games, especially. So if there's a week in the NFL, for example, like when I start seeing like six and seven point lines, so the general public loves to bet teasers and they'll bet them down to pickems or one point favorites. Well, let's just say if the Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Packers are all six and seven point, I, I promise you. What do we say? Um, we, we say Vegas builds casinos on teasers. Yes. Yeah. I, I promise you, one of those teams is losing outright. Right. It's, if it's that easy to do it, everybody will go bet five hundred bucks on that teaser. It it doesn't happen. They do not give it to you like that. It doesn't work that way. We call right. it stink, we, we we call it stinky line. So when you see that five and a half, that's a stinky line for a reason, and that means you can get it as a or a six on a. Uh, Five and a half is always stinky. Was it only four and a half? No, no, three and a half for the. All those teasers are gross. 
Yeah. And Vegas builds their casinos on these things too. So it stinks right. five and a half. If it stinks, don't bet it. Not to get political, but like that's why I always never understood why like Trump uh, bankrupt a casino because literally the house should always win on shit like that. Like, how is the house not always winning on shit like that? Like, if you can't make the house win in Vegas, I mean, I know he was in in Atlantic City, but like, how, like, how do you not do that? Because that that feels like that's candy for people to 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 go after, right? Definitely, yeah. I mean, in terms of those games, one hundred percent, yeah. So I'm going to ask a, a novice question because I, I don't do a lot of sports gambling. I just started probably the last few years when they made it legal. Yeah. And, it's, and it might be $5, 10 on a three-leg parlay because I'm a sucker. Stay there. Stay so, there. Okay. Yeah. But what is it? Explain to me what a teaser line is. Okay. So when you have um, – you're essentially buying points and – you do it through like key numbers. So in the like in the NFL, a, a super, the biggest key number is three. Um, there's a ton of games in the NFL that will land three over the course of the season. So people, when you see like a six point line, they call six. They have a six point teaser, so you can tease that six point favorite down to a pick'em, down to zero. Okay. No, 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 to to a three point dog with six points. Well, you know, I'm saying if they were a six point favorite. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, you, you said three. Yeah. So if they're six point favorite, they're they're a pick them. Yeah. Three point okay. favorite, three point dog. Yeah. And so when when the like general public sees that, it's like, oh, well, that's an easy bet, right? All they got, they just got to win the game, right? That's that's always the notion is that, oh, well, this six point favorite can win the game. Well, it it just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Like and and for no other reason that it doesn't make sense is why that dog will win the game. Yep. Because everybody. When especially you'll see it. Well, there's examples already that in week one, but and, and we, we, we say it, five point five line that stinks out loud. It stinks right. That means Vegas gonna make a shit ton of money on that teaser. Yeah, okay. and, and it, it doesn't always work, right? No. I mean, there's there's examples. There's times when it doesn't, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, don't don't be running to tease all these six and seven pointers down just to win the game outright because it 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 doesn't happen. They don't give it to you like that. They don't. Even if it's the Eagles, the Chiefs, and all the big teams. So Smool likes to tease it the other way because you don't have to go that way. You can take those six-point dogs and make them 12-point yeah. dogs, all those two, and that's where you learn. Smool lives with – he loves his 10-point dogs, his 16-point dogs, 24-point dogs. He loves those teasers the other way. Yep. So, I mean, dogs don't – you don't got to win the game. Nope. That's the that's the beauty of the underdog. So what's what's yeah. your favorite uh hedge strategy? Oh, we disagree very much on this. Go ahead. Hedge. Um I don't I you know anymore. I, I've stayed away from the futures. Um I don't play Ted probably plays it more than I do, actually. Um well, I no, he, he 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 meant hedging like if you have a big to do that well it depends i mean if and i don't if you're betting that Mold don't hedge yeah. <laughs> you don't hedge i mean he sticks yeah. to it he's too stubborn i hedge for the most part you don't <laughs> but if you do you gotta you know factor in your bet how whatever size that is right and just make it so that you've got a profit either way on sure. the outcome. so yeah. that's just I'm, the simple that's the simple way to do it um, yeah, you know, yeah, now, but if you have something going 
for like well, like five thousand dollars and your bet was 50 bucks well you know you you better throw at least like a thousand the other way that's where you do it yeah okay so um, so uh other end of that though um do you ever do uh early season oh, long I, bets uh win totals yeah oh, i'm a huge win totals yeah I, I actually entered in a contest out there this weekend First time I ever entered into it, I got into the Westgate. I picked you had to pick every NFL uh, over under for the win total. Love that! Wow, yeah, it was it was awesome. I I don't know, first time doing it, it's great. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Small, we'll tell you the the thing, the one thing better I am at that than maybe him is I love the preseason shit on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I have seven dollars and fifty cents in my account. Put those on the Atlantic Falcons <laughs> to win the division. Oh. The Falcons over wins. Falcons win the division, and Falcons win the playoffs. Those are all three good bets. I actually, I actually agree with that. We've never talked about that. I and okay, I so I'm making a bet live, right now. Atlanta Falcons. Gonna, yep. Okay. Yeah. Everybody loves the Saints because they got Derek Carr. The dude has never won a playoff game ever in his no. career. It's ten years in. And he's I, I, I think Saints. Ritter, Ritter. Art Smith's a fantastic coach. You put Bijan Robinson in that running game. With Algier and Smith, and they're gonna run. They they might have three backs run for a thousand yards. The first two Ritter, Ritter's underrated. Do you think they're gonna have three backs run for a thousand yards? It's possible. In this, in today's NFL, you think they're gonna have three they're backs? Run Art Smith might do it, dude. Yeah. He, he might okay. be the guy. I'm betting seven dollars. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you get it. it's not gonna I was gonna say, I'll, 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 bet, I'll bet. No, it's not gonna happen. I'll bet Thirty-five not bucks. That's not gonna. Happen. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay. I um okay so I do want to shift a little bit so obviously you talked about NFL is king uh and we've talked about betting and Chris is betting live on air I've right got seven dollars on the Atlanta Falcons to win the division let's hey, go baby. Okay. there you go okay. all right I'll um, be twenty two dollars richer here at did, the end of the year did, what what <laughs> Chris it. Chris what did you bet on the Bears to win three games over under uh. You know what? <laughs> I, I think their numbers seven like seven and a half, and a half right? Yeah, it's seven, seven and, and a half, and they were minus eight hundred at seven and a half. Well, again, so. they're 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 in the NFC North, so they only have to pass uh, the Lions and a Packers team that has like three players on it. Yeah, uh, you don't want that bet, Chris. No, I, I, I don't bet on Chicago. They break if, my heart too much. If if there's an entire division uh, that could have combined three wins, I know you don't want to hear it, but the Packers seven and a half over under yeah. their over is a great bet. Really, really, I think, I think Jordan Love is right sneaky. Now. Pretty, I think I'm Jordan hanging Love up. is I'm pretty good. Picking Teddy I, right I, I love the... Packers over seven and a half. I I'm, think that's it. You're gone. I'm removing you from the. <laughs> no. I know you don't want to hear it. No, I, I, I love the Packers God. over seven. I swear. God, if the Packers luck in and fall ass backwards into another good quarterback, I will not be able to live with myself. Packers, Packers plus three three seventy for the division is a nice little bet for your ten bucks too to pay you thirty seven bucks. I think I th- I think I think Jordan. Right Lo- now, I think Jordan Love is a great quarterback. I just don't know how many targets he's, he he's has. He's not a great quarterback, but it doesn't have to be. I think that defense is still kind of loaded. I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of the too much of the face. He's got backyard left tackle. You have both those backs still that turn on and hand off to. He doesn't have to be a hero. Rogers play a lot of hero ball. You got those young receivers that are pretty good. I say they're young though. They're young receivers. That's my problem. That's fine. You got two young tight ends too, which is fine. That defense is old. That yeah. defense is old and really solid. I think they're a really nice bet at plus three seventy to win the division. 
All right, so so tell me about tell, tell me about my Vikings. Break down my Vikings. Uh your Vikings won, I think, nine games last year on the the one possession fumble, one way or the other, whatever it was. Yep. Um, yep. That doesn't work in your favor year two. Small. I, I took them last year to be. They were my preseason hammer last year. I won yep. so much effing money on them. Yep. I won so much money on the Jaguars at plus seven sixty to win the division last year. That was my other hammer. Last year, I made Smool come on with me. He did, too. We made money on the Jags last year. Yep. We're the nobodies to win the division. Um, your Vikings are going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to win the division. I, well, I, I mean, I so feel like that, every other year. I, I was going to say, I feel like that's a really easy bet because that might as well be like the Twins are going to make the playoffs and not get only out of the because first of round. the divisions are playing. That's a very safe. That that might as well be like the sun will come up tomorrow. That was a very. They're easy not going to win the division because the Packers are in the division. That's what I don't think they. I don't think they make the playoffs. Oh really? No, I I think we you know just what we've seen and we talk about it like the NFL has. Every there's at least sure. four teams every year yeah. that uh, are new that don't make it's hard to fathom. But well, then tell me about the uh, tell me about the. But I think the Vikings the, fit the mold to miss the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. No, no, Steelers. no I, th- I thought we were talking about football teams. We are. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the vision in football. <laughs> what about the North? Who's making it? I only think only two are. Who? You, oh, you want to know who my pick is for that? Oh, I kind of do because I'm. Yeah. The, I, I got my yeah. two guys. I want to hear yeah. yours. Yeah, okay. I, I've already made mine. Who you got? Cleveland Browns winning that division. You are so full of shit. They're <laughs> finishing last, last spot. They're finishing fourth. No, nope. Sean is junk. See, you guys got to tune in the podcast for this stuff too. We fight. We never agree. <laughs> we never agree, and we this have guys Burrow. He's picking the Bengals. I already know that. You know no. I love Burrow, man. He's I like, I, th- I, th- I think I think the I Bengals. Told you last year, two us. I like the, the Bengals Steelers are sneaky. The, the, I, I like Kenny Pickett. I, I, like I, Kenny I was gonna say the Bengals are the very safe pick, but I think Pittsburgh actually has a yeah. really good shot of sneaking up, especially because they, you know, they had a couple down years. They, I really I think, think Kenny Pickett's a dude. By the way, I but think I, 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 I do as well. Do, but but the biggest reason, and this is why Tim is right, is they they they. Fixed the old line problems this, this last year. Mm-hmm. Two new guards, drafted a couple of linemen too. Like they yep. addressed their problems. And dude, their their head coach is there for a reason. They like him. He's I, never had a losing season in what like ten plus years. I mean, I, it, they, I, I they, think, when they rebuild, they they win eight games. It's nuts. Well, yeah. And 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 they're doing all the small things right. They're not going after like position players they're not going after performance they're learning how to to, to fix the little things they yeah. traded claypool for a second round pick which turned out to be the from the bears sorry chris yes i'm aware, I'm aware. Pick in the draft <laughs> what a steal claypool he might even be on the roster for the bears yeah <laughs> and the bears now, you're just, the now, you're, just, now you're just being mean no i'm not being mean i'm telling facts <laughs> i love it so i'm like what are you doing bears I want Fields to be good so bad. I do too. Let me ask you a question, Teddy, because I know how much of a big Broncos fan you are. <laughs> how do you how do you separate that from your from your betting and 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 how do you separate that? Oh, I do. It's small to this. I'm not a I we we both separate ourselves from our probably too much. Like we're probably too hard on the teams that we do like. Yeah. Gambling the other way. Um like I know, except last year I knew 
Um, I, I, I hedge my mortgage on my house for them to <laughs> I bet, and then hack it. I didn't know we have hack it for head coach to play for a 67 yard game winning field goal. <laughs> so that happened. Um, no, but look, I mean, already for, for the Broncos, uh, Hamler retired, heart injury, Tim Patrick, our number one receiver out for the year again, two years in a row. And we just lost Judy day with a hamstring. I mean, Last year was a lot of Russ being bad. We lost Javante, our, our running back in week two, our left tackle bowls, first team all pro the year before, gone too. Like it was bad. Hackett was a clown, yep. but everybody was hurt. Um, so did you expect Russ being as bad as he was? No, I mean, I mean, nobody did. Um, yep. I said what mid, mid I mean, if you go back to our pad, podcast last year, I said the only person who fixes is Sean Payton. We got to get Sean Payton. I said we got to get Sean Payton. Stidham will be the starter. I'm not going to be shocked by that. And, and the reason I, the reason I love the higher is, is if he doesn't, here's the reason I think Smalls may be wrong. And it's not about like, you know, <laughs> no, 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 he, he might be right. You tell me that. the reason he might be wrong. There's so much money invested. And, you know, look, they got, they got these, they got Walmart money now. It's Walmart. So every time I go to Walmart now, I go, oh, I hate going there, but this helps me get a new free agent. So I can spend my money there. That's what I tell myself anyway. And oh, that's funny. Sean Payton made Drew Brees from age 35 to 41 a serviceable quarterback. He wasn't anymore. And Smol told you that he wasn't. He he could oh, Drew Brees was a stud for 10 years in the NFL, his last five yeah. years. Noodle Sean on. Payton made him Noodle that on. offense. He made him what yeah. he was. He was done. Yeah. So yeah, well, it, it, it helps when you when you have uh, a defense that literally tries to injure quarterbacks, but that's an totally everything. Well, that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Bounty gate. Um, yeah, anyway. But but I do think if you're going to get something out of Russ, it's going to be in the first six weeks. If if Russ doesn't show it, Sean Payton will bench his ass. Go. It's going to be so, so Yeah, so so last year he had his own quarterback coaches, his own people for his, like, Russ, whatever he thought he wanted to have him there. Sean Payton's like, you're done. They're gone. They're out. So I have – one, one, a buddy of ours, uh, good, good about my. I graduated from high school, Dan Ambrose. He's out there. He lives in De- in uh, Denver, and he's like, "Yeah, those guys are gone." And Russ is committed, or he's not. Do you want to be a football player or not? We're gonna find out. So, where where do you think uh, Trey Lance is gonna end up? I hope Denver. Your local fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh wow. I think no. he called this shit I, when Brock, I, when, when I Brock Purdy was drafted. He goes, I guarantee you, he I, starts I, the Niners. He goes, he went to Shanahan. That's a perfect place for him. And he's not the biggest Iowa State fan ever. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I like, would like to point out bullshit. No, we we are in a dynasty. I tweeted league. that dynasty draft. So yeah, did no, I. No, I no, did too. No, and I tweeted Chris. it out that he would make the roster. And be starting by mid year. Well, well, oh, well, I've seen those Twitter fights. You, you, you're owed some cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah, he, he's That's right, he, man. I held, yeah. I held those fucking. I, those I, 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 I hate, to, <laughs> I hate to give Chris credit, but he actually did that. No, I didn't think Brock was going to do that. I have always just thought, like, and Trey Lance is a Minnesota kid, right? I uh, uh, yeah, he is a Minnesota kid. But I have always thought that the 49ers trading up to get Trey Lance in the third pick was the dumbest decision they could have done. He was an unproven quarterback at the time. Uh, since he's been in the he's been in the league longer than Brock and has. So, 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 so if, if, if you listen to as much football, like in the, all the talking heads, like, like I do yeah. too, 
So so Chris Sims and uh, Shanahan, they were college roommates, so like best friends. Yep. And Shanahan wanted Mac Jones really bad at 12. That's yeah. who he wanted. That was his guy. And then Lynch and management got in, in his way. They traded three first round picks to move up to three. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was the most. For a kid who started one year at North Dakota State, then COVID happened and played one half of one game, I think. Yeah, it was it was yeah. the most ridiculous draft. I thought that was the most ridiculous draft. It and was. I and I feel like John Lynch swallowed his pride after and listened to Mike Shanahan after that. After the Kyle fact Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Or, yeah. sorry, Kyle I mean, Shanahan. Mike, sorry. Mike 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 built statues in Denver. Yeah, right? sorry, sorry, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I, I I feel like I feel like I feel like um I feel like what they learned was that Kyle knows what he's talking about. Shut up and watch me make Brock Purdy, our guy. See, I don't need this. I could have had Jimmy do this, let it go, and well, that's what it was. Well, and he, so, he, he, well, and that's the thing is, everyone says that that Brock is a system quarterback, but the problem is, is that Jimmy and Trey were also in the exact same system, and exactly. they weren't producing. Yes, I, I say this all the time. It drives right? me nuts. Purdy, you know why? You know why Purdy gets slighted? It's because of where he's picked. And in this day yeah. and age, the NFL, everyone. Everyone thinks because you're a first round draft pick, especially if you're a quarterback, that you mean something. Most yep. of these guys absolutely suck. And, right. Right. and they just assume that like Mac Jones and Trey Lance and Zach Wilson are gonna be good. The fact and, is they're no, they're no good. No, no, and, well, and, and, and they Brock- draft these guys on potential. They don't have reps. You know, you know what right, Trey right. Lance needed? He needed the Bears to draft him and play a bunch of reps. He needed reps. He got drafted to Niners, who were ready to win Super Bowls immediately. Well, it, well, but also, if that's, you, that's not fair to him either. But, but like, but, but Trey Lance had the reps, and he still didn't put up the stats with the exact same. Like everyone that wants to say, everyone wants to say, like, like, oh, Brock only is is only a benefit of his receivers and his running back. Like he's got Christian McCaffrey. That everyone again. So did everyone else. So did Trey Lance. So did Jimmy Garoppolo. Only one of them actually produced five wins in a row. Only one of them actually eight, figured eight, out a way. Eight, eight wins, by the way. Eight. Well, five eight. wins in a row, though. But yeah, yeah. Like like the, the dink and dunk. Everyone that wants to say he's only a dink and dunk quarter. Great. Did that result in wins? Isn't that what you want? Isn't that sure. a, a guy that, that can create with his feet when a well, play you breaks down? Up three picks to move up nine spots. Yeah. For something you could have Micah Parsons at twelve where yeah. you were sitting at. You could have Micah Parsons and not move in the draft. You could have waited five picks and, and picked Justin Fields. I know. Well, here's that's the what thing. I'm like, well, if, I don't if, care if, about that's Justin. You have to answer is that if he wasn't your guy yeah. and you don't give him a chance to play, you have to answer as a GM, right, Swole? Yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, well, you, yeah, you, yeah. you don't move up to take that guy and not get he has not had a chance to play. This is why I will defend him. I will. He's horrible. He well, he lost. Not any me, good, but he's he never lost me a bet. I'll he's never forget. I'll never forget his rookie year, the game at air. He he. <laughs> I, I I I bet. I know him. what he's gonna say. I bet him against the Cardinals. I th- and I actually remember this because this is how my brain works. It was like week five <laughs> or six. You can look back at this, and he crossed midfield nine times and scored three points. I never wanted to break a TV so bad in my life. <laughs> You don't cross the midfield nine times and score three points in the NFL. That's pathetic. I don't, so, care, that is I don't care who you are. Okay, okay, okay. So, Justin, that leads me into my very next question, which I th- actually think is probably very apropos for what you just said. Okay. Um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah, I like Kirk. 
Yep, we both. He's a, he's a starter on my dynasty fantasy team. Yep, I like Kirk. I he's very he's extremely under. He gets he gets a bad rap. Yep, you can win you can win games a with Super Kirk Bowl. Cousins. You can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm telling you right now, the minute they give up on him, Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco will run and sign him in two seconds and throw Brock Purdy in the pool if he can get Kirk Cousins. I'm telling you. Yeah, he can I, win a Super Bowl. The right team. He's at the best. This dude can't even win on can the, win they, a Super Bowl team. But the, the problem I is, I, I agree with Ted. Actually, I agree with Ted here. I, but the, I, but the the dude can't win on Monday night. The dude can't uh, win on Sunday night. The dude can't win in a high profile in any way, shape, or form. Well, the do? Vikings they haven't won, won in sixty years the same teams. way. So why is he any different than he was the previous quarterback? He's Fran Tarkenton then. Uh, but no, no. The difference is is they actually made it somewhere in the playoffs. All right. Like the Vikings actually did something. The Vikings did something in the playoffs with with Gus for rot for fuck's sake. Gus for rot was. If your name isn't like Mahomes, it number really twelve doesn't That's matter. Right. Headbutted himself to an oblivion with Washington. Himself <laughs> concussion. By the way, I I think I. You can win with Cousins. Cousins is a winner. Yes. Yes, he is. He he can be. Yes. He's think, a better version of Derek Carr. I think. I think. Oh yeah, I wait. think Kirk Cousins is a great fantasy quarterback. I don't think he's an actual, actual. See, quarterback. That's where I disagree. I think he's a terrible fantasy quarterback. I think he's a fantastic winning quarterback. Oh, he no, he always puts up amazing stats. I, I he, think I think you living there gives you kind of a, a tunnel vision. I think so okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. I, Thanks, uh, Justin Fields. Thanks, Justin <laughs> Fields. Would you tell, tell me about all the all of the things Justin Fields has done, Chris Shipley. He's not. He's he's a terrible fantasy quarterback and a real quarterback at the exact same time. He's a fantastic. So so, so he's a fantastic. Well, hold on. We're in the that same kid. dynasty league. Me and Smolar. I have Fields, and he has Cousins in a dynasty league. Yeah. Brock Purdy put up the same stats at quarterback last year in half the games as Justin Fields. Justin Fields is not either a good Justin fantasy Fields had no or... defense and was playing from behind. But, that guy, but... that kid won cool. every game that they on his shoulders. Cool, that exactly. Kid, and and my and my point and every... my point is from a fantasy standpoint, he has not put up the stats that Brock Purdy did in half the season. In the playoffs and if we're a real team, he's also not put up the stats to do anything. So yeah, your well, team was terrible and his fantasy points were terrible. I'm, I'm saying he bet, sucks. I'll make you a bet right now they finish better than the Vikings. We okay. have to have I will, a I will, I will take that this, bet. With, with this company, if we don't have a fantasy ball in this company, I'm going to fight. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. We're waiting for we, you we to I'm waiting for you two to sign up. We do. Yeah. I'll send you the link. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anyway, anyway, I yes, I, I, I will take that bet. If the Bears beat the Vikings this year, and I'm not high in the Vikings, they haven't figured out their running back situation. They're betting all of their entire season on Justin Jefferson, who I again think is a top five receiver in the league. Oh, easy. Yeah. Justin Jefferson is amazing. Uh, yeah, as I love KJ Osborne. He, he's my favorite 11, you can get in the 11th or 12th round. Yeah. Osborne is it KJ Osborne? It's KJ, right? KJ, KJ, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and on. He, he's gonna catch 50 balls this year. I like, and, it. I, and, I like and, Addison out of USC. They drafted him, he's I, good. yeah. And and as much as I love to hate on Kirk Cousins, I do think he is a very serviceable quarterback. I think the my biggest problem is is you the games, that. the games we needed him <laughs> to perform the most, he performed the least. Uh, that is my problem with him. That's every quarterback if you're not Tom Brady, though. Or Mahomes. Uh, or Mahomes. 
It is. I don't. Uh, it sounds just like uh, the so, guy. So, so, or Joe Burrow, because that happened. guy's an effing dude, and Smoole's wrong. I, I, I say Joe Burrow's my guy. I say Joe Joe Burrow. I'm 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 all in. I'm all in on Joe Burrow. I will be. I, will be I, I like bro. I like bro. Deshaun Watson's going to win that division. The, 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 You're the, so full of shit. That dude is finishing fourth place in the division this year. Okay, so here. Okay, so here's my question. You don't like Cousins? That's fine. Okay, so be it. Yep. Okay, so there's two guys that get a lot of love in this league, and I can't stand either one of them. Count like yeah, Herbert and Josh Allen. Oh no, I would agree. Oh, I, I think no. I like Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Herbert is the most overrated gonna... quarterback in the history of football. I've 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 oh never. Oh my god! I've never understood the love for Je- Josh uh, for for Herbert. I, I would What's agree. That. Je- uh, Josh, Josh Allen Josh... turnovers last year. He's horrible. I, I mean, J- Josh Allen. I think. Uh, Josh Allen's one of those guys who has had like really good receivers who have, who have made him look better. I think he's been in a system that have, that has made him look better. Um, um, I think also just the hype has made him people want to believe he's better. Uh, but Herbert, I would believe Justin Herbert. I don't. I do not. Get the love for him. I do not get the love for him. I stupid. It, it's it's he's a great it's, fantasy quarterback. Is he? He, he no. He's 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 draft yeah. today. He's never finished top five in a season. No, but uh, no, not top five. Right? No, not in fantasy. He hasn't he? But he's still. He's won a playoff game. He's, he's only been the playoffs once. He's the most overrated piece of crap ever. The Chargers, the okay, Chargers. We need we throw him away. We need to take a break because now we're getting off the rails. <laughs> no, I I, 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 can't I can't believe it. I love I, this. Okay. See now, I just think that's a little bit of Charger bias. That's I think is what. No, no, I yeah. Hate Justin I Herbert hate in a Broncos jersey. Teddy Holly's getting done. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. I don't. I don't want to. Teddy, I, don't, I once. I once called my buddy when we got Jay Cutler, and my 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 friends like I'm telling you right now, two games in, you will hate that fucking guy. I cried it, it took me a half. It I took me a half. Bears legend Jay Cutler. Interceptions against the Packers opening night, and I hated him instantly. Jay Cutler is the best quarterback you've had since ever. Oh, I'm aware. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, as much as you hate him, Chris, in the history of the Bears, he's your best. Quarterback. Nothing makes me nostalgic for Jay Cutler like a couple Jimmy Clausen starts. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> Jimmy Clausen. Not bad. That's oh, good. That's okay. Well, yeah. so have they ever produced a good quarterback in Notre Dame? Uh, no, they no, Sean Roberts, they haven't. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame is a court. Hey, the, the, the fighting Notre Dames. We don't talk about it. Fucking overrated. Okay, anyway, uh, as Chris did say, we do need to grab a break so we can hear from our sponsor, Kyle Lehman at Winchester Mortgage. But we have a special question from Kyle Lehman at Winchester Mortgage. So, Chris, go ahead and ask these gentlemen this question. Okay, I think Teddy's already answered this question, so we'll ask Justin. Uh, we'll get your answer after the break. Justin, you have a time machine. You can go back 10 years. Okay. What advice are you giving Justin Smule in 2013? And we'll get, this, uh, we'll get your answer after the break. Are you in the market for a new house and unsure of the mortgage process? Want to know that you have someone looking out for you? Kyle Lehman from Wintrust Mortgage is a down-to-earth, knowledgeable lender who can be there for you in your corner. He can work with you in any of the 50 states and is just what you need to expand your home search. Kyle will work with you through the entire process with little to no work from you. Take the worry of the mortgage process out of the equation so that you can focus on looking for your dream home. 
Contact Kyle at www.wintrust.com forward slash Kyle dash Lehman or call him at 515-473-0546. And welcome back, uh, folks. Uh, please go ahead and reach out to Kyle Lehman. I, as someone who has recently purchased a home, I can't tell you how important it is to have a qualified mortgage lender in your corner. It's very important as someone who can help you figure out the right decisions to make, not just something that uh, you need to do to get it done, like someone who actually can help advise you, and Kyle is that guy. So please go ahead and check him out. So uh, before that break, uh, we did ask Justin the very important question. Uh, You can go back in time to 2013. Yeah, and it's not just buy Bitcoin. It's not just um, <laughs> uh, bet on Tom Brady. No matter how much you don't want to bet on Tom Brady, the the question is 2013. What advice do you give to 2013, Justin? Uh, a couple things I think come out. I mean, first off, like always, like bet on yourself, right? Just in just in life in general, right? Like there's always you know people telling you, oh, don't do this, don't do that, right? Just go with your gut instincts bet on yourself put it put it all out there give yourself the best the best chance to succeed and uh in a large part uh good things work out for you and then kind of along those same lines is like for me back then probably like patience right have patience you know i'm always kind of a go 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 type of person so i need to always remind myself to kind of sit back a little bit but yeah i always say i think back then you know bet on yourself do it Go for it. Um, live with the results. Uh, no, I, th- I think that's great advice. I think believing in yourself is very important. Um, when you do say better on yourself, though, it does uh, bring up something that I alluded to earlier in this pod. Uh, as we've talked about a lot of gambling and a lot of betting, um, we I don't think as a podcast that, has an Iowa bias. I don't think we can ignore the Iowa, the state of Iowa sports gambling um, thing, uh, fiasco, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, the quote unquote bet on yourself. Cause I feel like bet on yourself came up a lot in all of this. Um, so, again, Iowa very recently legalized sports gambling. And that's probably why it's been kind of. Uh, heightened in all of this. Um, what, uh, Ted, I'll start with you actually. What is your take on the fiasco of of college athletes betting on, on college sports? Well, I think the state of Iowa got made an example of. I think NCAA went to all these, you know, the state of Iowa chose to do this. This wasn't the NCAA. It came from there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the NCAA or somebody, they knew the shit was out of control. And they go, where can we go to make a big enough stink but not, you know, upset the a la carte? And they went to Clinton Community College first. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but, no but, but seriously, so they yeah. come to Iowa. So you get Big 12 and Big 10 there. And our state, you know, they have nothing better to do with their time, with everything that's gone on here, to do this. But – uh yeah, I mean, look, it's going on everywhere. Yeah. When you push this stuff, like we are too, like it, it's happening. It's been going on, seriously, this has been going on forever. If you don't think 
that hey, look, I, I my best person I bet through too is my bookie on the side. So we got them too. They exist all over. It's been happening forever and beyond since the beginning of time. A quarterback has bet a hundred bucks to his friend who has a bookie on the side for the Minnesota quarterback since 1982. That's happened forever. It's just now there was a way to bet. I mean, hundred dollars average bet was like seven bucks a bet. That's crazy. Yeah, you you can't do it. Yeah, and, and well, and, and, and I appreciate what you said. Like, so, so, so I, I so, so let me finish. So, so I think yeah. that you messed up. You got to pay the consequences, and sadly, the state of Iowa is going to be the guys that are the people that are going to show it for everybody else to let the Auburns and the LSU's and the and the Alabamas and all these guys give an example on what not to do instead of having those guys be the example. It's in Iowa, and that's why I think it's bullshit because they could pick anywhere to do it, but they picked here. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm sad for these guys and these kids because it's happening everywhere. So I'm sad for these kids here. You should have done it, but they're kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so you mentioned. Um, so the the thing that I always thought that was really I'm not sure what that is. What is that? Okay, I don't know what that was. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, one of the things that I've always thought was really really unique about the state of Iowa is like, for as small of a state as Iowa is, uh, you do have two AAU, two Power Five schools, two different conferences. Mm-hmm. Like, there are very few states in the entire country that have Minnesota two- doesn't. Nebraska doesn't. Wisconsin doesn't. Missouri doesn't. Like, we're, go the, around there. Yeah, the, the only one that has not only two Power Five conference schools, two different Power Five conference schools, two AAU conference, like, like, Two AAU schools. Yeah. You have a very it, Iowa is very unique in that for having a population of nothing, uh, nothing that it has that much there that that uh, I mean it, it encompasses everything, and so it's very unique that they 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 key down on that, and I think that's a very well, and, and I thought it's small. You can't bet on your own team when it becomes. That's what's I, up. So, so for me, that's where it starts and ends for me is that you cannot, you know, you cannot bet on a game you're playing on. Yeah. Can't do it. Right. So like I, I want to defend these kids. Like if I'm like, I'm defend you, defend you, defend you. You bet on a game you played on. Come on, dude. Like, I mean, all right. So let me, if these kids are betting on NBA game or another college football game, they're not playing. I'm like, you know, leave them alone. But, but, but we, 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 we grew on. up watching Pete Rose get banned. Sure. From baseball, we we grew up watching Pete Rose, uh, you know, forever banned from ever in the hall. Of, if there's any player that should be in the Hall of Fame, it's Pete Rose. Sure, Charlie, Charlie Hustle should be in in the Hall of Fame. But we all learned and we watched that, and I feel like th- these kids don't have a Pete Rose to lift up to understand, like like what the. And unfortunately, it's going to be a hundred deckers is going to be the rule. Yeah. For all these right. kids for 30 yeah. years. It's gonna, so, it's gonna, Hunter Decker's going to be the, the Pete Rose. Iowa State. So we, That's what we asked. We, I, I found it interesting last week because we asked Brent Curvey what his reaction yeah. would have been had he been playing. Uh, I'll play his clip here and I'd like to get your guys' reaction. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. So go ahead. So we lost Marcus for a minute, but go ahead, curveball. So, so to think about this, right? I think about. 
I mean, you're talking about 80% of your team is trying to go to the league, right? Nobody's just playing college sports just to be playing. We're trying to literally play at the next level. So to run that back and say, well, the guy who probably has the most impact on the game bet on these games, that would run me hot because at the end of That's what's up. Go ahead. Right, hold on. About this, right? I think <laughs> about, I mean, you're talking about 80% of your team is trying to go to the league, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's just playing college sports just to be playing. We're trying to literally play at the next level. So to run that back and say, well, the guy who probably has the most impact on the game bet on these games, that would run me hot because at the end of I don't know why that's doing that, but his basic point is you're ruining my chance to make the league, regardless of whether or not that's realistic or not. Yeah. But but that's his mindset. So, and that's why he's right on that statement though, is that you can't do that. I mean, and no. Swill and I disagree on everything we talk about. I think I'll be shocked if he disagrees with me here. I said I think sports game has gotten too much in the way of these college kids since you know back in the day, but you cannot bet on that. It, it, especially the, the the pro guys betting on like over and unders for yeah. their yeah. running yeah. backs. That's worse, right? Really? Yeah, like like when, yeah. A, when a kicker is literally betting on the over and under. That's wild. Yeah. You can't you can't have that. I, I that like that's the ultimate to me is a kicker betting on the over under because kicks sometimes are inconsequential at the end of games. Like literally that alone. Right, right. It really sucks it became a focus for the state of Iowa for the two schools there to where like literally Hawk and Cyclone fans are like, Yeah, this yeah. sucks. It's yeah. on us right now. It sucks. Right. You know, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, but, for Iowa State fans, I mean like look, we, we lost our potential starting quarterback and running back. Would they have been the year anyway? That's up for debate. Uh, I would say probably no on both accounts. I mean, I mean, I mean, Cole's a better quarterback, right? I, I uh, mean, yeah. well, uh, Brock, I mean, Brock's a great I'll, running back. I'll take Rocco. I mean, there, there's, I mean, yeah, yeah, there, there, yeah. there's all kinds of debates there. Yeah. But the gambling part, what I do feel bad for Decker's about is if he didn't bet in the one game. I know he's a backup quarterback, but his best what was it seven bucks a game? Yeah, on average. I but but I will tell you this when we when when we talked to Jordan Bohannon he brought up a, a really good point if these kids are betting on this you're going to tell me that these referees aren't making bets either no you you don't get small started on that if you want to get going on the deal what time do you guys got to go to bed I have a podcast on his he's a conspiracy he's right though he's right no I. I I I I do I do think that, that we need to hold referees to higher standards. I think we need to have press conferences for referees. If, we, if, we, if we're gonna make if we're gonna make nineteen year old kids sit in front go off, of the press, yeah, this no the I'm t- so when I lived in Vegas and I was at this thing, um, was you, little, you and Tim Gunn? It was no, it's a little sports gathering. Uh, you and t- Tim Tim Donahue. Yeah, you want a, you want a great podcast to listen to? <laughs> it's the best one. Out, it's the best one of the best sports podcasts. I'll I can, I'll get it to you. Yeah. It's, it's regarding that's amazing. But Brent Musburger was asked a question about, um, you know, do you think refs are still involved in games? And his response was a thousand percent. He goes, "This is a billion dollar 
billions of dollar industry. Whenever you start talking B with billions, it's corrupt to some level. Yeah. It's not that every single ref is out there doing it, yeah. but they have the biggest manipulation on the game. Sure. And I, I watch these things. The NFL, I, it's not every game's rigged, but when it comes down to the point spread, you better believe it. There's a lot of goofy stuff that happens like a team. I'm telling you, teams up 17 and all of a sudden, boom, boom, back-to-back drives late in the fourth and it's a three-point game. There's a weird there's a weird holding penalty that no one yes. sees. Or, it's, or why the, Smool, it's, it's why Smool hates the over-and-unders. And he, I, don't he, bat, I, I don't do them. I, 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 I love them. He hates them, but that's I why he hates them. Yeah, I mean, no, the, the 100%, Chris, back to what you said. Like, yes, refs are involved. I mean, they and they are held – it drives me nuts when I see these calls and they do just walk off the court and then I flip on the TV the next night and they're at this stupid game and I just want to go to that game and scream at it. Like you can, how are you not held accountable for literally being horrible, but yet you get another game and get paid thousands of dollars and you're just ruining that game too. It he sends a text and goes, he goes, this rep, Green, big Ten basketball. this horrible. game, the big 12, he goes, bet this way. Smoke I have to follows the refs. He follows the referees. Well, no, 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 no. I no. So I, 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 I kind of get that. So, um, uh, my ex-wife is a horse vet, and she used to always tell me, not like, don't just bet, uh, the horse, it, bet the trainers and the groomers, but also bet the trainers and groomers that are in each race because there might be multiple train. There might be one trainer or groomer that has multiple horses in the same race and so you have to understand which ones that are really trying to get up there right right so that trainer might have seven horses in the exact same race but because the owners are all different they can all do that but but one trainer might really be trying to push another one towards uh uh winning right like there is still manipulation that is going on in the back end of some of those things Oh, refs are involved completely. It's like you won't. It's it's across all major sports. It, you won't convince me otherwise. I, I and no one ever will actually. So yeah, it's the game. Games are rigged. There, I hundred percent. So I, I, so again, which mafia families were you tied to? In Vegas? I, no. <laughs> and that's why you should follow our podcast. All don't lie with the family. We're here, old old man strength. We're, we're just with us all. Just follow but, our podcast. Ball don't lie. I he, I do agree with every week. He goes off on referees at least ten minutes every week. I feel like Justin and Bill Blank should be best friends. I I I, I <laughs> no I no well I no I here's the problem is that Justin and 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 Bill would be best friends and worst enemies because. Justin is way more logical and practical than Bill is. <laughs> Bill like, just wants to line him up and just shoot everyone. I say the, the problem is, is that Justin and Bill would agree, but Justin would hate Bill for why they agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, again, uh, we're going to wrap things up because we've been running uh, long here. This has been great. Uh, we have a special segment on on this podcast. We have two different guests, so I don't even know how to do the Steph Copley segment here, Chris. Do oh, this we is give my them, favorite segment. Do, do, do we give – well, I know because you always lie about the, the origins of this thing. I've known Steph Eifler for 30 years, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, Steph Copley told Tim to shut the fuck up on a con. That's on a literally not and how it was this so happened. great. Her so name was Steph Eifler in high school. I knew her before it was called. Okay, so so first, first, first of all, that's literally not how that happened. You can go back and listen to the episodes. 
Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She... Okay, so anyway, uh, ignore what Chris loves to <laughs> manufacture <laughs> as as reality because he. If, hey, if I were ever to bet against someone, it would be Chris because he manufactures anything. He would be a ref that was lying about the outcome of a game. So anyway, uh, we do have one last segment uh, sponsored by our friend Steph Copley. Uh, it's an STFU segment. Uh, I really want Chris to STFU, uh, but this is your opportunity. and I, And we're going to split this up because we want both – Teddy, who's already been through this, and Justin, brand new to this, we both want to give you an opportunity to go ahead and say anything you want, uninterrupted, unargued, whatever you could say, the whatever. We're going to let you guys say what you have. So after we get this word from Steph Copley, we're going to give you guys an opportunity to talk. Perfect. Hey everybody, it's Steph Copley, the woman behind the STFU segment on the Old Man Strength Podcast. When I told the guys I wanted to sponsor this segment, they recommended that I make a charitable donation instead, so that's what I did. I chose the Young Women's Resource Center in Des Moines, Iowa. They're a nonprofit that supports, educates, and advocates for girls and young women ages 10 to 24. Their whole goal is to make sure that these young women become strong, self-confident, and successful. And if you know me at all, you know that aligns with my goals as well. If you're interested and would like to donate, check them out at ywrc.com. Org and donate today. And remember, don't forget to STFU and listen every once in a while. Thanks. So, Teddy, I will give you the honors since you are the recurring guest, and then we'll let Justin have the real last word because you have to shut up and listen to him. Ooh, I like that. Um, so, I'll, what I'll do with this is that um, <clears throat> talk about a lot. So, gambling. There's lots of gambling out here. So there's all these people in people's heads for gambling for college athletes are doing stuff, businesses and this stuff. So there's lots of people out here for businesses like me too that they promise you things. Maybe they'll come in and promise you to sponsor, let's say your podcast. Let's say our podcast, maybe. They maybe would you know try that and then they don't fulfill their responsibilities maybe sometimes. And then, you know, instead of just, you know, doing that instead, they call somebody else that, you know, that they maybe sponsor some over there a little bit too. And they're like, hey, if they say something on this podcast tonight, we'll never sponsor you again too. So for all you little people who are little gambling people that think you mess with us that actually matter in this gambling world, don't ever try me. This is as nice as I'll be ever again. I will use your names the next time. And that's my S, you know, STFU and listen. Because next time, uh, is that good enough? I uh, no, Teddy, that was that was great. Uh, Do you guys all get that there? Uh, that that I was, got it. That, sure you did. get that small? Yep, love it. <laughs> all right, so so uh, Justin, uh, uh, top that. I can't, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'll go on a little rant here, so I, I didn't get to go on one much of uh, uh we're gonna go we're gonna go back to Ferentz. um and i think this is i'm I, i'll call i think this is the final year um and i say this for multiple reasons i mean i mean he should win the west he won't because he's a failure so it won't happen but 
God. with the conference realignment next year. Um, he has zero shot to ever be in the top five. So if he ever wants the opportunity to ride out on top, which would be second or third place in the Big Ten West, because that's what he does, and that's really good for him, um, then this would be the year to retire and go out on top in second or third place and let another. And then meanwhile, he'll still have first round draft picks and he gets so much credit for it. But, you know, it's like, geez, I just produced first round draft picks, but I can't win the West. It's amazing. I've never seen it happen in my life. So, you know, it, just go out on top this year. Bring, you know, bring your little son with you who's great, averages 11 points a game. It'll be beautiful. And he can go somewhere as well. Maybe Cornell. They're probably looking at some point. Um, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I, I very much look forward to the season. I hope they lose every single game. That's oh, awesome. Man. That's so great. Uh, J- Justin, uh, uh, that was ours. He's a Hawkeye fan. Justin, that was literally the hardest I've had to suppress uh, shutting the fuck up. Uh, that, was, that was brilliant. Uh, it makes me we, so... We've got a... We, we do have a question. Yeah, we do, have, we do. We do have one last Katie question would like here. to know, real question, who is who should I pick as my number one pick in fantasy draft so I can beat my husband oh my this God, year? God, that's my wife. I'm going to guess that it's... I'm going to guess that it's Kirk Cousins, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. No, she, she she said beat her husband, not disappoint her. No, husband. so 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 listen. So she's in a with Small too. She is for yeah. Real. We're in the, we're in the, we're in the lead together. Yeah. yeah, my wife watches more NFL football than probably yeah, besides me and Small here. Probably everybody else. It's nuts. She loves the NFL. Okay, so so Christian uh, McCaffrey. She's picking, I think, fourth. No, oh, she's fourth. Okay. Uh, uh, I think um, you should pick Dave Montgomery, honey. Justin, Jeff- <laughs> Justin Jefferson at four. You can get me at four. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking again. I just well, want, Katie, what I want you to do is dress <laughs> Teddy like Kirk's wife does in that documentary. That's what I want. Just start picking out his clothes for him. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, flannels. I got too much swag in my golf gear. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. So, wait, so, 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 Ted. You and Katie are in the same league? Uh two leagues, yeah. She's okay. uh she's okay. cutthroat, she holds no mercy, and she screws me over any chance she has. So I I like say, so, so so she has yeah, opportunities to like like uh you know give me that g- give me that trade or you have to take out the trash for seven weeks. Oh no, in a row? Small, small tell her she's cutthroat, this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She she she's no bullshit. No good, good. you deserve it. I, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, well, basketball. Go coach Wilkin. Uh, well, no, I, I love it. Uh, Katie, thank you very much. Um, I, Chris and I promise to do everything we can to sabotage Ted's team to help you uh, <laughs> succeed this year. We promise. Um, I, gentlemen, I cannot thank you both enough. This has been a lot of fun. I swear to God. We could literally do a whole side podcast for like six weeks during the football season to just talk about uh, how angry I get about uh, the NFL. I think it would be fantastic. But thank I'm you. In, very- I'm in for that. Okay, yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, like literally, you if have, you have Tim on as a as a I was gonna say if, if 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 you want me on as a how about, how about, how about a decompressed Tuesdays? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's what we call it. Literally, just have me on as a we grumpy come on old man. 
<laughs> just, right? just, just old man in Minnesota yells about how much terrible uh, Minnesota football oh, is. She's still talking to you guys. Oh my god, <laughs> she needs her own podcast. She's a, oh, she does need her own podcast. She <laughs> needs her own podcast. <laughs> you guys want a woman to talk about sports? It's, I was gonna say, was gonna say literally, Katie and I can have our our, our own like. You should. Uh, we should hey, have we our need- own. We need a woman's voice on this this podcast we're going to have before the Iowa Iowa State game. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll bring Katie on. Yeah, we sure. we we need to have a ball don't lie reaction podcast where Katie <laughs> and I just That's listen to one. your podcast <laughs> and then talk shit about you two. <laughs> you don't do that. I will spot. Beer can I will sponsor that right now. Sponsor that. When uh, when are you guys? Ta- uh, tell everybody when you're gonna when you're gonna broadcast what your schedule is gonna be uh, and things like that. So. Yes, please. So I, I won't say it out loud yet, but um, we we've typically done in in the past we we put our our uh, our previews our preseason stuff before week one of NFL. So we usually let uh, zero and one go by for NCAA. So I think maybe we want to drop the Thursday of NFL kick maybe. Is that like September fourteenth, whatever that is? Yeah, no. it's like the seventh. Yeah, like the seventh, what, whatever that yep. is. I, 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 I'll go and say right now, we'll drop our first pod that morning. Give our preseason picks in that week one stuff, but uh, that'll give us a couple weeks for the NCAA to talk about that coming weeks. But uh, I'll let Small talk too. But it's what we've usually done, and we're we're really excited to be here. Thank you guys for having us. It's been a process to get here but we're excited yeah we normally do just wait until after i mean this week doesn't really count for college football and then we we just let we will probably still post picks we just don't do the pod just because it's only just college football games and um it's just too short so uh we will come live and do it during week one of the nfl and we it'll be week two of college football the Uh, difference is this year is you got to listen to us get our picks Correct. We gave all our picks for free before. We're not doing that stuff anymore. We'll give one free one, but you got to come get the stuff here. If you want small stuff and me talk shit, you got to come listen to us. Yep. That's, That's right. And then Katie chiming in, evidently, since she's still yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, She is a home here all day long. So. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us, not only this evening, but for joining us on the Three Beards Media Network. We are very proud to have you guys join us i'm really looking forward to what you guys have and i cannot wait to get angry listening to you guys every single week i, will, I cannot I will be angry oh, you will I... make smool <laughs> likes to make everybody angry that makes him so happy and he's, oh. he's against the grain like you can't believe just wait oh. for my twitter battles come <clears throat> oh my goodness he's oh. like People so angry. Oh, just he, just he makes Hawkeye Twitter so angry. And he's I a hope fan. more bears. But he's a Hawkeye fan. It's beautiful. I <laughs> yeah. love it's bears. crazy. Oh, J- Justin, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get super angry that I have to fucking defend Kurt Ferris. You get tonight on Twitter, like it, it, like a man I hate. I have to defend just because you're just gonna, being a dick. I think it's great. Not I, think it's, I haven't even got started. well again uh, gentlemen thank you very much i really appreciate that uh listeners please check out the ball don't lie podcast as it comes on uh, your feeds the three beards media network 
as well as all the other podcasts we have, we are growing our our entire family of of podcasts. We have so many things going on. We have a lot of fun things in the works. We have some things. Obviously, a lot of our listeners are Central Iowa, and we certainly care about the Sci-Hot game, and we have a lot of things going on. But so many other things as we bring to you so many perspectives from all around the country, actually, about uh, anything from beer to social media to sports to anything. We've got you know former lottery picks. We've got so many other people on this podcast network that are telling you a lot of stories about what we have going on. So please go ahead and check all those out. You can find us at threebeardsmedia.com. Uh, you can go ahead and find Chris at SciGrad, SciDad, if you actually want to interact with him on Twitter. Uh, I would recommend not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can go ahead and find me at Tim Johnson MN. Ted, Justin, how can people find you? Just, just don't. Or, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just... at, at, at ball, don't lie, pod four, I think. Yeah, yeah, the, the rest of it is we, we try to stay a little chill. The rest of it, I'm on there. If you want to have a hot debate, I'm always up for it. Justin Spool on Twitter. There you go. Maybe. Oh, I, I, no, I love it. I feel like he's not shy about that. Chris, Off on Twitter, you will be at him in football season. He'll <laughs> be on your titties. Yeah. The worst uh, is he will always bet them when they cover. It's weird. He always gets them when they cover. What when they score fourteen points instead of thirteen? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chris, anything else I'm missing? Nope. Uh, we are going to be at the We Will Women's uh, Basketball Golf Tournament in September 12th in Ames. So come see us there, and uh, we have a big uh fundraising launch for the we will collective and um the iowa collective for women uh starting next week so we will drop all that information next week so yeah big things happening yeah please please go ahead and check out all of our social media for that and with that folks thank you very much for spending time uh i am tim johnson with chris shipley Ted Holly and Justin Small. I, f- I feel guilty dragging them into this, but thank you guys, and we will see you guys yep. next time. Thank you.